Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. to Wicked Anime. This is episode 53? It's 53. Thanks, okay. for, thanks for not just like reading the title. Oh, I didn't. I did not read the title that's sitting in front of me. <laughs> Don't matter. Came from my brain. That means I'm smart. Uh, today with uh, on our show, it is me, the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew, with the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. Hello. And we have today with us... Evan, King Baby Duck from the Boston Bastard Brigade. You're J-pop king of America, of course. <laughs> of course. Today, Dylan and Glitch are not with us. Uh, Dylan is off doing whatever, and Glitch is moving. Yeah. Um, it's sad, but I, I think he's still going to be able to be on the Wicked Anime podcast with us. He's just not going to be local to Dylan anymore. Boo. Boo. Boo, Boo earns. <laughs> Boo earns. <laughs> so... Um, today, uh, on the Wicked Anime episode, we are kind of going through our Thanksgiving, it's pre-Thanksgiving for our recording right now, but for you listening to it, it's after Thanksgiving, so to you, this is your Thanksgiving is over, I survived Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday, and I'm looking for Christmas gifts. Yeah. And um, if you didn't survive it, well, you're dead, so what's, so you're what's not you even listening. It? So you're not listening, so this is irrelevant to you. Uh, hear that, dead people? irrelevant to you we just lost another chunk of our audience yes that we dead people will no longer listen to our podcast because we shun them so the today, ghost population yeah <laughs> yeah so today uh that's what we're going to go through but first we're going to start with some news i'm going to ring the news bell news okay uh, uh it's going to be a short section we're going to try to keep this short because we know you guys have so much christmas shopping to do yeah this yeah. episode actually itself is going to be pretty short uh, i imagine it will be anyways because we actually let, let's talk about what we did before we start news. Now I'm thinking about it. What, what we did was we actually went to a concert yesterday from this recording, and uh, we went to go see one of our most favorite bands of all time, Cuckoo Kangaroo. Yeah, we like to see them live a lot. This Bright, is, yeah. Bright Primate opened for them. They're a chiptune band. Chiptune bands are cool when you play live because you didn't play the Game Boys. And and we yes. know and uh, we know them on a personal level. Yeah. Right. But uh, I mean, Cuckoo Kangaroo. They're always a lot of fun. And we've brought, like, some super unique ways of doing interviews with them. This time we played Channel A, the anime-making card game. They, they always like interviewing with us personally. They tell us that they like interviewing with us personally because we never do a run-of-the-mill uh, interview with them. So, so we're trying to get out two Cuckoo Kangaroo interview videos for you guys, Wicked Anime style. 
hopefully that they're hopefully they're gonna turn out really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I got a very nice thank you text tonight, uh, just saying he had a great time with the interview. Oh, oh dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're super cool. They're super tall, uh, and we like <laughs> hanging out with them whenever they're in the Boston area. Yes, if you guys have a chance to go see a Cuckoo Kangaroo show, it's amazing. So, so um, why don't we ring the news bell? Uh, I already did news o- officially. Dude, okay, so for media news, we have like so many movies that have been announced. One that I just actually scrolled across on the internet right now is the new Dragon Ball Z movie that's coming out. In April, on April 18th. Now, uh, I wanted to keep this till the end because Gerardo sent this to us as part of fan service. Okay, all right. Um, so, so we'll talk about it now. But Gerardo did send us this this uh, new story as well. Yeah, they're bringing back old villains. Uh, I, I, Frieza's going to be in it, and uh, you can thank the band Maximum the Hormone for the return of Frieza because that's where the title of this movie comes from. One of their songs. Yeah, Look at that. What's, it, what's the title of the movie? Something to Frieza, like uh, F is for Frieza, I think. They made a mention of it on uh, Anime News Network because uh, they're good friends with uh, Akira Toriyama. The return, the return of F. That's the name of the movie. That's pretty cool. They, they've been like pumping out a whole bunch of Dragon Ball Z movies recently. I love the video. Did you guys see the the video posted by Funimation? The one that was like all the all the American voice actors like screaming in the in the dub booth. Oh yeah, that was amazing. If I can find that video, I'll put it in the description. Um, yeah, for the Battle of the Gods. Yeah, for Battle of the Gods, it's like Sean Chamel and uh, I who I who played the the bad guy. I don't want to say any names because I don't want to be wrong, but I think it was like Chris Sabat. Uh, anyways, it's probably Chris Sabat. Yeah, it, it was really funny because because it's them dubbing like a, a fight scene, and you just see Sean Chamel just giving it his all. Ah, you know. So another movie that was announced was the live-action Attack on Titan movie. Yep. And holy crap, it's all tokusatsu actors. Yeah. Which I which makes me super excited because that means the fight scenes are going to be awesome. Like, it's even... You would hope. Uh, it could be because uh, tokusatsu is also very made-for-TV CG. Well, yeah, one of the one of the effects directors is is the guy who's doing yeah. it. And um, they are also altering the story. They kind of have to. Uh, as far as this goes, <laughs> yeah. Well, have you seen have you seen the movie posters for them? Like, there's people holding axes and bows and arrows, yeah. and um, uh, and obviously all the actors are Japanese. You know, where uh, in Attack on Titan, um, Mikasa is the only one that's actually Japanese, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like a lost race. Like everybody else is very yeah. very, very European, as you can tell by all their noses. Um, <laughs> And blonde hair, noses and blonde hair. So now all the characters are Japanese, but they're uh, they're adding more characters that are Japanese to the movie, uh, where you know they have like Fukushiki and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, like all these weird uh, extras. Yeah, like all all these people that like because they're they're like all the posters are these these extra characters. Is like this person is playing this person. It's like I've never heard of that person before. You know, but the posters are pretty cool. They added a little too much lens flare in Photoshop, though. Yeah, if you ever want to ruin your art piece, uh, add a lens flare. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Along with Attack on Titan news, we've also got the announcement that Season 2 will be coming in 2016. Why such a long wait? (laughs) It's like waiting for a Marvel movie. I think they want... So I think they're waiting for the manga to add more. Probably, they're, yeah. They're probably waiting so that they don't run out of material with the manga. Yeah. So. Well, from what I hear is they're waiting for the manga to end, and the creator says it's going to end with the 20th volume, and by the time the 20th volume hits, it's going to be in 2016. 
Yeah. So okay. So that makes and sense. Well, yeah. So that that is perfectly fine with me if they want to wait for that. That way we don't have a crazy anime ending and then like the kind of what they did with Full Metal Alchemist. Well, um, I have to say we probably are going to get a crazy anime ending where they're going to wait until the second to last episode to find out what is in the basement. Yeah. What is in that freaking basement? <laughs> But it, it's funny, I, I I totally spaced when I mentioned, like, it's like waiting for a Marvel movie, because the other piece of Attack on Titan news is that Marvel is doing Attack on Titan crossover, where uh, where they're going to have a special issue of Marvel Comics in Japan, where all the Marvel heroes are going to be fighting Titans in New York. And, <laughs> and it's already printed in English, but we haven't gotten it here in America yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it features, like, Spider-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy because they're popular now. <laughs> and people were were freaking out over Spider-Man being in it because they were, they were saying, I can't believe we never thought about this before. The maneuver gear is exactly like Spider-Man, you know? So it's Spider-Man, like, shooting around. And the Titans, I've seen pictures of the Titans. They're really creepy. Like, they keep that creepiness that was in the, the original Well, now series. you have Marvel artists jarring them, so it's, it's like a different take on the same kind of creepiness. Yeah. So I found that really strange that they're even considering a, to do, doing a Marvel Attack on Titan, especially because, you know, Marvel or Attack on Titan is in Universal now, Marvel Comics, it's its own thing, it's just everywhere. Okay, uh, so the trailer for the Studio Ghibli film about Hayao Miyazaki's retirement... Well, the trailer was released. Very recently, the trailer was released for... uh, I forget what the actual name of the movie is called. It's like Dream of Something or Something of Dreams. Do you know, Evan? Um, I am playing it up right now. The name of this documentary is The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. There you go. Kingdom of Dreams and Madness, which is the documentary of Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli, all of his producers. (laughs) Sounds like directed by Wes Anderson. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, it's a a neat trailer. Uh, I've never heard Hayao Miyazaki speak before. I've (laughs) I've only read interviews, and he, like, sounds like a grumpy old man, which is pretty funny. Another thing that I always thought was really weird was how, like, all the really old people, like, smoking inside the studio rooms of, of Studio Ghibli. It's just like everybody's smoking. It's like mad, watching Mad Men. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's, it's like watching... Japanese Mad Men. <laughs> Japanese except Mad they Men. make really cute cartoons. <laughs> so that was cool. You guys can check out the trailer. Yeah, the... I watched... Um, I mean, we have the Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Uh, I, I know I messed up that title because it's way longer than that. But um, they had a documentary on the making of Nausicaa and the history of Nausicaa and you got a, a really big taste of what the Studio Ghibli life was like, and I really like that, just going through the pro- process of how they made Nasca into what it came to be as the movie, because back then you need to have a manga before you had a movie adaption of things, and they were working through that challenge and everything, so I'm pretty sure that's going to pop up again in the documentary, but it's going to go so far beyond that, because so much has happened since Nasca. obviously. I'm interested in seeing what they what they add to that. If you guys haven't seen Nasca, you better watch Nasca. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's my favorite. Uh, at least thus far, I, I Dylan keeps ramming down our throats that we haven't seen uh, spirited, spirited away. away. In fact, that's been mentioned one, at least once for the past three episodes of Wicked Anime. Probably, <laughs> we could have gone to Newbury Comics and bought it on DVD for thirty. Bucks. It's still thirty dollars yeah, on the shelf. Thirty dollars. Holy crap! <laughs> uh, that's all. I think that's all we have for media news. So, what do we have for gaming news? Uh, gaming news uh, came up. Well, Evan Evan has one story for us. Evan, what do you got for us? Well, we got the trailer for the upcoming first-person shooter MMO of Ghost in the Shell. That's right. And it looks amazing. Yeah, guys, uh, the we posted it to our Facebook page while we were recording this episode. But if you haven't checked it out, 
uh, Nexon, the people who release a lot of free games, uh, is helping in the development of this uh, Ghost in the Shell first-person shooter that is like Team Fortress Classic. So you choose your character, you cho- choose your Ghost in the Shell uh, character. They have the main cast, and then of course they have those crazy bad guys who are just as super soldiers, basically from Second Gig. I think they they was all the guys from Second Gig. Yeah, because um, did you notice how in the trailer you saw the Laughing Man symbol and such too? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the Laughing Man symbol was used to to censor all the gore. Yeah. <laughs> um, you play it like Team Fortress. It's I, I'm hoping that it's going to be free because Nexon is working on it. Um, it was made by made in a Korean studio, which is pretty neat. The graphics are amazing. The graphics look great. Yeah, they look fantastic. Uh, I mean, I know they don't look anime esque, but that's in, that's okay. No, it looks great. Everything about it looks amazing. And uh, you know, Ghost in the Shell gives me you know the weirdest ooh, like ooh, that was awesome. Like the shivers, you know, just, ooh, so neat. Cyberpunk, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's fun. I'm gonna. I'm pretty excited for its release. Yeah, they had different classes for the game. They had you know cyborgs. That's the only one I remember because no, no, no it was. It, I mean, everybody's a cyborg technically, except for um, uh, what's his name, who's the only human in this in the series. Yeah, but they all have special abilities. They have one like like the Bato character has a has a rocket launcher arm that you can use, and uh, yeah, another one has has like this ping where you can see enemies through walls. Yeah, one there's like a. a a shield that cloaks in front of you, like it, it, it puts up a wall that turns you invisible, and you can just have as many. What well, was that, Major Matoko's? Uh, I don't remember. Because Major Matoko was the uh, like the spy character, quote unquote. She can she can go invisible. Yeah, um, yeah, she could go invisible, but no, she there was that wall, like that that thing that they threw down. Yeah, and then uh, and then the other guy there, the one who has the big bushy beard in the series, I forget his name too. Um, now uh, it's been so long, um, but he's the engineer-like character. You know, he throws down support weapons, yeah. like turrets and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's gonna be pretty neat. Watch the trailer. Yeah, definitely watch the trailer. The trailer was just cool. So I mean, yeah. so that's that for shut up, Call of Duty. <laughs> so we have a, a couple pieces for strange news. It's time for some strange news. So uh, I found out that the Tokyo Station Gundam Cafe is gonna be turned into a McDaniel Hamburgers Gundam Cafe, and. Uh, the anime anime reporters from Japan uh, have figured this out, uh, and they were reporting on it. And the way that the burgers are set up, you can buy either Zaku burgers or you can buy Gundam burgers. And Zaku burgers, they have the, the Zaku faces in, engraved, and, or, and the Gundam burgers too, I guess. But they're it, like engraved in the buns, and you can get different colored buns based on the color of the Gundam or Zaku that you get. There's green, red, white. You know all that kind of stuff, but they're just engraved in there, and that's just a special that they're that they're serving now. I I think the Zaku burgers they're cheaper than the Gundam burgers because the Gundam burgers are a little bit heftier, if I if I'm not mistaken. Sounds cool. I don't know. I like I'd, I'd have a, I'd have a burger. Guess it's not very strange, but it doesn't. It never beats the Attack on Titan burgers that the ten meter burgers. Yeah, the 10, 10 meter, fifteen meter burgers. Yeah, that weren't <laughs> actually those heights, but they were called that, and they were like ten patties tall. Hamburgers. Um, no, we are not getting that out of out of these burgers, unfortunately. But the burgers look good, so we'll have them. Anyways, the piece of strange news that I really wanted to talk about, though, was if you wanted to uh, get a Christmas present for your cat, they have a cat 
turntable scratch board so you can turn your cat into a DJ. <laughs> it's like the funniest looking thing ever. There's just this picture of a cat and and it's a turntable with like a record player on it but the record is made out of that scratch, scratch felt. <laughs> so, so when your cat literally scratches the board it'll turn him into a DJ. Uh, uh, does it make any sound? It probably... It, it, it definitely turns. So, like, the cat will be, like, pawing at it. Because if it makes any sound, like, I bet the cat would just freak out. Yeah. Just be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> now, if I can find a way to plug it into, like, your iPhone so you can actually do the remixing of your songs, that would be cool. It is amazing. Like, there's there's stickers on it. Instead of Run DMC, there's something called... Uh, <laughs> run D-O-G. <laughs> yeah, Run D-O-G. And then there's, like... There's, um... There's Meow Mix <laughs> on the side of the board. Oh, uh, my goodness. It's so strange. Uh, there's a, oh, man, the page that I'm on is supposed to have a video, but it's not there. You can buy it on Amazon. Oh, snap. It's great. There it is. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I got it. Here we go. It's on YouTube. So it doesn't look like it spins because it looks like it's made out of cardboard. <laughs> but uh, I got another video. Let me, let me just see if... Hang on. This is Vsauce. Awesome. So, so we have confirmation from vi- people using the videos that these that the cats have no idea how to use this. Cats can't be DJs. Cats are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be Skrillex. All right, guys. That's yeah, all we have this, for strange this is news. A, that's a big failure. That's as strange as it gets. It's it's not the strangest it's been. But I like scratch. I like turntables. I'll put a I'll put a cat video. In the in the description for you guys, yeah, get that. So that they so they don't know how to show that they don't know how to use turntables. All right, um, so it's time to talk about what we're watching. Well, uh, I've been watching uh, Golden Time now that I'm uh, about two anime seasons behind. Actually, no, probably about three now, right? Well, that's well, that show came out a year ago, so you're a little bit behind. Even more, maybe four. Yeah, so so about a year behind uh, from Golden Time, but I finally started watching it. I mean, and seeing that I'm such a huge Toradora fan, I really wanted to watch it when it was as it was coming out, but I just didn't have the means. Uh, but now that I'm a, um, but now that I actually have my subscription to Crunchyroll, it makes it so much easier to watch all those kinds of animes. So uh, so I'm watching Golden Time. It's really good so far. I'm only on about episode seven, and it's a twenty four episode season which i did not know because the story i said it yeah exactly because the story is moving so fast (laughs) that it's moving at a pace that by the end of episode 13 it it should be over but it's going to keep going so i'm really interested to see what happens uh i'm enjoying it so far it's not as good as toradora obviously i'm kind of nervous that it's going to turn into another one of those things exactly like toradora actually i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into it i'm not gonna spoil it i'm just gonna watch it uh next all right evan go ahead all right, so there's a few shows that I've been watching this season. First and foremost, I've been watching Gukule Kokorisan. And this is the show that, that's making me go now. This is that 2014 is the year of Daisuke Ono. Now, Daisuke Ono is a very prolific voice actor. You may remember him as uh, Koizumi in uh, The Melancholy of Hari Suzumiya. But this year, he has starred in three, like, Practically my top three anime series so far of 2014, and oh. this is one of them. Yeah. And it's basically, he plays a Kokori-san, which is this, that's that's the spirit that you uh, call up and conjure up when you're playing the Kokori game, which is kind of like Japan's equivalent of Ouija. 
And the person that conjures him up is a uh, is a young uh, elementary school student, but she doesn't consider herself human. She keeps calling herself a doll. She eats nothing but those crappy, like, one-minute-to-cook ramen noodle bowl things that are totally unhealthy but are actually very tasty. Okay. <laughs> but, so Kokori-san is trying to help uh, this little girl become more human again. And throughout the show, you get to meet other spirits who either help or hinder with what he's trying to do. Maybe I, missed the, it, na- maybe I missed the name of the show. What was the name of the show? Gukure Kokori-san. Oh, okay. It is seriously, like, a top contender for, like, the best comedy of 2014. Even after seeing stuff like Barakamon, which also has Daisuke Ono in it, and a bunch of uh, other comedies this year, it, it's just so good. It's And it's unexpected because it is such a... Japanese show, but the way that they portray the humor in it, it's it's practically a universal style of comedy within a very Japanese plot line. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'll check it out. Uh, it, it, is it on Crunchyroll? Yep, it is on Crunchyroll, and it has been licensed by Sentai Filmworks. Yeah, send, uh, send a link over. I'll, I'll check it out. And I've been playing catch-up with Akame Got Kill, Sailor Moon Crystal... And I've also been watching, I've still been watching that I can't understand what my husband is saying. And it is a very funny show, but I'm glad it is done in like small spurts. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, I've been watching those too. Uh, I'm I'm really far behind on Sailor Moon. I think I'm still on episode seven. Uh, So I haven't watched that in in a while. But uh, yeah, I've been watching uh, Akame Got Kill still. I'm going to be disappointed when Akame Got Kill's over. It's pretty good. We're moving. We don't have we don't have a finisher of the week for you guys this time. Uh, sorry, we'll do we'll get we'll get you one next time. But so we're going right into into the West. I think we can talk over the horse eating into head. the West. Yes, into yes. the West. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Evan, he's actually going to take the reins on this one. Ah, take the reins. That was a pun. Um, he's been—he's going to bring us something that's actually been a really popular show the, the past couple. Get, put away the horse. To, there we go. I, I got super distracted from there. Yeah, Evan, um, what do you have for us? All right. I have a show called... Or rather, a miniseries called Over the Garden Wall. And it's about two little brothers, Wirt and Greg. They become lost in a very strange forest called the Unknown. And they're trying to find their way back home. And it's got a very great cast. It's got Elijah Wood as one of the brothers. Christopher Lloyd as the elderly woodsman. And um, some very talented uh, musicians. Like Jack Jones is a very old... um, old-styled jazz and blues singer from, like, the 1930s and such. Cool. Now, that that's the one that's uh, playing on Cartoon Network, right? Well, it did play on Cartoon Network. The show's already over. It, it was, like, only a uh, 10-episode miniseries. Yeah. Wasn't it, like, kind of creepy as well? That's what, Well, from everything... Oh, yeah, it was creepy, but it was a good kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. From everything that I saw on on Tumblr and whatnot, that's, that's the only way I've seen any of the show thus far is... All the creepy stuff that went on, you know, it, it almost reminded me of something like Flapjack mixed with uh, Adventure Time. Well, the guy who uh, worked on, uh, who created the show, Patrick McHale, he also worked on Flapjack and Adventure Time. That makes sense to me. Because hey, well, it, there you go. It's a perfect hybrid between both of them. Mm-hmm. 
But it's a I'm great mis- series, and it's very beautifully drawn. The music in it is 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 flat out stupendous. I'm hoping that they do release like an official soundtrack to the show. Um, I actually made the comment on Facebook, on not Facebook. I made it on Twitter that I would love to see someone adapt this into a um, a musical, like actual an actual stage production. And the creator Patrick McHale said he would love to see that happen. He mm-hmm. responded to that tweet. So if you haven't seen it yet, it I, it should still be on demand on like your Comcast or DirecTV or oh your, yeah, that's um, true. Or my favorite watch- is uh, Watch Cartoon Online. <laughs> If you want, oh, yes. I don't think that's really legit though, so I don't know if I should be saying that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. If, you, but I do suggest if you haven't seen it, if it's not on any of those, just go and buy it on iTunes or Amazon.com. You can just buy the digital episodes from there. It is one of the best like American cartoons I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, great. And that was Into the West. <laughs> And it's dead. <laughs> people, people are gonna like fast forward through these parts <laughs> because this is our uh, post Black Friday, pre Christmas episode. Um, we're gonna move on to Toy Shelf now, and for Toy Shelf, we're gonna just kind of run down a list of things that are either on pre order or really. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool things that you should buy on DVD that are kind of old but might be kind of neat to give as a gift if you have otaku friends. Uh, whatever. Yeah, or, things, that are, things that would be in our personal Christmas wish lists. Uh, so, we'll start with some figures that are coming out. So, uh, if you go to... Any kind of your main figure hubs, and uh, you have pre-orders. We like J-List. We, yeah. Uh, if you want a good uh, starting point, J-List is one of the best. And no, they do not sponsor us yet, so this is not a shameless plug. This is just being cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we give we give J- J-List free publicity all the time because we just love that love it so freaking much. Peter Payne, follow us on Twitter. Woo! did follow us on Twitter, which is really, really exciting. Peter Payne runs J-List, by the way. Yes, if, yes. for those of you who don't know. Uh, which you better know. Why don't you know that? Okay, so what do we got? Uh, we got some new Kiraneko figurines that are coming out. Uh, surprise, it's a new bikini version Kiraneko, which I always find kind of weird because she's kind of a young character. Uh, so when you Well, they all are in that show, and yet they're still, like, all... I don't know. I, I think that, like... It, is it a part of the Beach Queen's... No, this one is not a beach queen. 
Well, because I noticed that the Beach Queen ones—they're just like, hey, you like this? You like this character? Here's them in a in a swimsuit. And it's the Beach Queen series. You know, they just take any licensed character and do that. And then uh, we... for anybody who wants to see their waifu in a bathing suit, that's right. I mean, uh, it's it's like one of the easiest ways to to access that is by is just to buy a figurine of your favorite character because <laughs> oh it yeah, almost, super almost, easy. Yeah, because it almost always uh, they almost always release a version. Uh, that is in a swimsuit. And now uh, it looks like they have, if you're a Railgun fan, they have a new Railgun uh, Mikoto Mikasa, oh, Misaka, I'm sorry, uh, figurine of her in a summer dress or a yukata uh, where she's holding festival masks and stuff like that. So if you're a Railgun fan, there's a new, there's a new Railgun. They, ha- they also have, I believe it's her sister in the show. Um, I think they're sisters. Uh, they have another version of that. So you can buy both of those. Mikoto, Mikasa, and a Yukata. Say that five times fast. Yeah, there you go. Basically, for the DVDs uh, that are coming out, is I highly recommend, even though this is toy shelf, I, I know DVDs aren't really toys. Either way, Helsing Ultimate 9 and 10 is finally released! Thank you, Funimation, for, you know, kind of not wasting our time with <laughs> you releasing uh, the rest of Helsing, because uh, now we can finally get it. Yay! Yeah, the series finishes. Yeah, so, uh, and I, I mean, I've already seen the end of Helsing uh, because I have all the manga, but it's so great to watch that series in, uh, in animation. So, uh, as a good Christmas gift, Helsing Ultimate 9 and 10 for the person who already has the rest of the series but hasn't uh, gotten the end of it yet. Yeah, um, I also like Bento. Uh, it's com- it's coming out. That's not coming out until February, but you can pre-order it. You can pre-order Bento. Uh, that was a uh, we talked about Bento a really long time ago on this podcast because it's a really old show. Or- yeah, we talk about it quite a bit. It came out like two years ago, but I talk about it quite a bit because I, I just love that series so much. It's it's so funny and the action is so good. In fact, we Jonathan and I were still in Florida when Bento came out. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I'm really excited to see the dub of it because Joel McDonald is the director. And uh, another DVD that is coming out that everyone just has to get is Ranma set four. Ranma, uh, the fourth set of Ranma, um, being re- being re-released and remastered by Viz Media, is coming out uh, on December 9th. And one of those people like me who is trying to collect all of Ranma, uh, well, there's your chance uh, for December. Can I add one to the list for the DVD? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so I talked about this on the B3 site as part of our Electric Sisterhood Holiday Gift Guide for 2014. And I gotta say, for a great anime series that everybody needs to own, it's The Devil is a Part-Timer. We've heard a lot of good things about that show. So, for those who've never seen it before, here's the premise. The Devil is kicked out of his kingdom, he loses most of his powers, and he's now stuck working at a McDonald's. (laughs) Yay! Yeah, I... How does that not sound like a great show? No, it really sounds pretty hilarious. Um... I was always under the impression that it was one of those three-minute shorts. Nope. I and then uh, so I, I suppose what I'm also going to do is move on to some games. For me, uh, a recommendation would be Fantasy Life, uh, which is if you have a 3DS, Fantasy Life is coming out. Uh, this is of course before Monster Hunter Four comes out. Uh, so that is what I'm going to be eventually wasting all my time in is Fantasy Life while uh, while I don't have anything else to play at the moment. Uh, so and basically I was like I was at GameStop today thinking about buying. Fantasy Life, and I asked if they had any pre-orders, and basically the cute girl at the counter said, uh, no, we don't, we don't have any used versions of Fantasy Life because it is the best game ever, why would you want to return it? And I said, fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, 
Fighting Climax is coming out. That's right, Fighting Climax is coming out. Um, or actually, it's already out. You can get it on uh, on J-List for 90 bucks because <laughs> it's the import version. Yeah. I think it's coming out digitally, though, for the PS3. It you can is. buy it digitally on there. Uh, and I really want to try that. You can play as characters from a certain railgun and Oriemo and, and Toradora <laughs> and uh, Valkyria Chronicles, Sword, Sword Art Online. Online. Yeah, uh, if you wanted to play as all those characters in a fighting game, Fighting Climax, heck yeah. Or uh, or for all you Kirino haters out there, buy a game where you can just beat up on Kirino. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully that was a pretty good lead-in to your toy list or your adventure list for Christmas for your otaku friends and families. Unfortunately, uh, this is kind of a weird limbo of um, toys, like figurines, that I'm not really familiar with the shows. So I can't really recommend any of the figurines for you. Some of them look pretty uh, pretty beautiful, but if you just go to J-List and look at them yourself, you'll find something you like. Yeah, they, they, uh, they tickle the loins. <laughs> they do have a lot of they do have a lot of cast off figurines on uh, on J list. Yeah. For, for those of you who don't know what cast off is, it basically means they have a piece of clothing that can be removed. Anyways, this would be a good transition to go into our uh, Topagachi, which we are going to talk about something that we are quite familiar with. I'm pretty sure all of us on the show are quite familiar with, which is working in retail because of Black Friday that and Cyber Monday and all the really stupid things that, that go on during this time of year, <laughs> shopping-wise. Yeah, that Americans like to waste all their money on. We are going to express our sympathy towards the people in the retail industry. Yeah, we are going to talk about retail anime, or customer service anime. Which is what we were talking about earlier, which is the perfect one to start with, Denki Guy. Uh, yes. So, one of the anime that is showing this season is Denki Guy. Uh, Denki Guy is a comedy anime where they work in a faux Akihabara uh, manga slash doujinshi store. And every single one of the characters that works there has their own little quirky personality. It's kind of how they all interact with each other. And they're kind of going along a weird love story, like each one of them. Like there's like three girls and... Or actually there's four girls and three boys and and three uh, three of the guys are in love with three of the girls and vice versa. Kind of a thing. Uh, but either way, uh, anyway, they're not really focusing heavily on that. No, they are. They are doing that, actually. But one of the main focuses is their festivals and their sales that they always do, which is really interesting mm. to watch because they, they kind of have a little bit of insight of how they set up, I don't know, displays yeah. and everything in doujin shops. It's really interesting. <laughs> See, uh, one of the things that the show really does highlight on is when you watch the show, you think, or at least I think anyways, man, it looks like it would be so much fun to work in a in a doujin shop and you would be right because i actually worked at a comic book shop for a year uh and it was the best job i ever had i would do it for the rest of my life if i got to work at a comic book shop for the rest of my life and yeah it's a, it's a lot of fun it seems like if, if you like the thing that you're selling then it, it it'll always be fun yeah so one of the things that i really enjoy about the show besides the comedy factor of it is kind of their insight to the Japanese retail world and their methods of selling specific products. Like, to, especially the episode where they had each one of the employees set up their own recommendation display. Um, so based on... And I, I'm, it makes me curious if they actually do that in Japan. Like, if, do, if uh, doujin shops 
actually set up booths that is like this employee recommends this and it's all their genre, like favorite genre of books. I wouldn't be surprised if they did if they did do that. It sounds like something that every shop would do. Yeah, kind of, but the thing is um the way they did it in the show was more like it it would it would cater to the regulars who actually knew who the employees were because they actually like use their names like cuz uh, there are shops that do uh, our employees recommend these like these are the, our employee choices but in the show they had like full displays of this is what our our employees are giving you which would just be the coolest thing ever i would go nuts with that you know i I'd, I'd have the coolest stuff on my display um, one of the things that they also uh, point out in the show is uh, how stressful sales are you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, when when the store is selling something on sale and there's a bum rush of character or a bum rush of customers, uh, the characters are just going crazy, and then by the end of the day, they're exhausted. Having worked in retail, it's true. Oh man, especially Black Friday. Black Friday is like the worst time of year to like every everybody who works in retail is got <clears throat> has always said every single year they say the same thing. I am going to find a new job. Before Black Friday, like at every single year, I said I worked at, I worked at uh, at a uh, office supply store for two years, and for both years, I said this is going to be the year that I'm going to find a new job, so I don't have to work Black Friday. Well, and and um, <laughs> we are fortunate enough to live in Massachusetts, where it's illegal to make your employees come in on Thanksgiving, but that doesn't stop uh, places like California, where in California. Uh, Walmart or Kmart or whatever the heck it is is making their employees come in at five o'clock, five p.m. on Thanksgiving for Target. To, to, Target's the really Target's it's really doing. Target because because yeah. I thought uh, Walmart was doing it too. But either way, I I would go up to my boss and say, "No, you can't make me. I'm I will not do that. Like you will you cannot force me to work on Thanksgiving that early. That is just the stupidest thing I've ever heard of." There was that story that I, I forget what state it was in, like Oklahoma or something like that, where two ladies uh, have been sitting outside of a Walmart for uh, like a, like three weeks now. That was California too. Was it California? I, think so. I thought it was some some obscure state. Yeah. Either way, it's a warm state, so they can do that. Right. But uh, but yeah, they've already staked out their spot for Black Friday. Like, how fat are Americans? You know, like <laughs> like, like fat and greedy, just like sitting in their chair. Like, I'm gonna buy all this stuff I don't need. I'm gonna be happy now. Like, uh, they are so fat when they sit around the Walmart. They sit around the Walmart. Nineties <laughs> joke. Yeah, it's 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 awful. Um, if we have any foreign listeners, I don't know if you guys have these stupid sales that we have here in America, but we're dumb. Like I, I'm, I'm just gonna fly out and say it. Like, and I don't go out on Black Friday. I never do. We did once for but, fun, f- for fun. But it wasn't at midnight. No, um, it was. To, it, it was, was like to... in the middle of the day. Um, the only reason I've ever, I actually tell this to the customers when they walk into the store. I don't work in retail anymore, but um, uh, when I did, customers wa- would walk into the store and I would shamelessly tell them. The only reason I, I've ever been on a, here on a Black Friday is because I have to work it. And they would be like, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, look at me like, yeah, I guess so. What are some other animes, <laughs> now that we're off topic? Yeah, now that we're completely um, what are off some, topic. Too. What are some other animes that are, are customer service based? I focus on the uh, on the world of customer service. Well, there was that servant cross service. Yeah. Which is a different kind of... of 
service, but it still has to do with character or not character, but interaction with customers. Evan, did you ever watch Servant uh, Servant Cross Service? No, is it on Crunchyroll at all, it, or is there a place? It is on Crunchyroll. I believe that's where I watched it. Um, th- that was my favorite one of that season. Like whatever season that one came out, Servant Cross Service was my favorite anime of that season. Yeah, that one is. Uh, wh- what was the job? It was uh, social services. Yeah, social services, and and man, that's rough. That's a rough job. Yeah, uh, but it also creates also creates for a very funny comedy. Yeah, there's, a, there's it's like the Office. Like if if you like, if it's like something like the Office. Yeah, it, it really is. But um, it, they Japan has um the anime industry has been doing this weird trend where they're releasing anime about not just a slice of life, but different aspects of slice of life. Specifically, things like social social service jobs and retail work. Uh, that is, it's, it's, that's just been the trend recently, which is kind of cool. Yeah, there's um, always been plenty of restaurant animes, though, or at least anim- animes that had characters working in restaurants. Yeah, did you ever did you ever watch that anime about the about the restaurant? I think it was called Waiting or Working, or or something. Waiting was the Ryan Reynolds movie. I know Waiting was yeah. the Ryan Reynolds movie, but <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, I think it was called Working. I think I've working. saw one episode of it. Yeah, uh, um, I think that one is is kind of along the same lines. However, we really can't talk about. Yeah, it. because none of us have seen it. I've seen Panda Cafe. <laughs> Panda Cafe. Yeah, that one's a little different though. <laughs> service you, service you. Um, what about um, I couldn't become a hero, but I reluctantly decided to get a job. That's true. That one's a really good one. That one's actually coming out on DVD real soon. I think it's already out on DVD. Is it already out? Yeah, I think Sentai Filmworks released it. And technically, Devil is a part-timer is also work-based because of him working at the McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's funny. I just did a Google search, like, just out of curiosity, to customer service anime, and the very first picture that came up on Google is Devil is a part-timer. So that's all we can really think of for now, guys. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Because I'm sure that all of you fans out there, or most of you fans, if you're not in school, or even if you are still in school, you probably have worked in retail. All right. So one, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, one, what is a customer service anime that you've seen? Two, what's your favorite part about that customer service anime that you've seen? And where can you, uh, and if you can sympathize with it, because I know for a fact that I can sympathize with half of the customer service stuff that I've seen before. Yeah, and three, tell us your best customer service story. <laughs> yeah, yes. Best dash worst yeah. customer service we can, story. We can tell you some pretty bad ones if you guys want to hear us talk about some more customer service. <laughs> it's not anime related, so we're not going to bring it up now, which we kind of already did. But uh, we have some pretty, pretty bad horror stories from retail. Uh, either way... Uh, we're going to move on to some fan service because uh, you guys have sent us some a few things. We had a few uh, Facebook posts. Um, so over on the Wicked Anime page, we got some posting, uh, one of which is from uh, Wicked fan Mike, where he sent us something for Glitch, uh, which gl- uh, g- uh, us and Glitch did take notice to it, which is a new action figure, which can go on the toy shelf. It's kind of like a mix between Into the West and Toy Shelf because it's a Ninja Turtles toy. Um, so Nickelode- Into the Toy Shelf. Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Nickelodeon uh, is releasing basically new uh, a new series of action figures for Ninja Turtles, all of which are kind of bizarre. Uh, one of them's mixed with with a bug. It's <laughs> Turflytol Mikey, Turflytol Mikey, and then what? Monkey brains, what? Monkey bla- brains, Dark Dream Beaver, and Dire Dream Beaver, and Baxter Fly. What in the world? 
Those are odd. <laughs> anyway, uh, so thanks for that, uh, Mike. Um, this, this is a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool recommendation as far as toy shelves go. And also, here's the, one of the weirdest things that we came across, and I'm really disappointed that uh, Dylan is not here for this. But we get uh, we got a message from uh, from Wicked Fan Keto. Him and his sister were listening to one of our episodes in the car, and we have confirmation that Dylan's voice, according to Keto's sister, is super hot. Um, confirm? Sure. Dylan's <laughs> voice is super hot. Dylan is a super hot guy. Alright? <laughs> no, in all seriousness... I'm thanks. sure he'd be flattered. I'm sure he'd be flattered. We'll bring it up next time. Yeah, we'll let him know next time. Uh, so that's... Uh, that, but I thought that was, that was a pretty great message. Uh, and as we already went, uh, Gerardo sent us uh, the story about uh, the Dragon Ball Z movie and Attack on Titan, but, but we had already caught up on that. And as far as Gerardo's news go, uh, we're still kind of uh, researching into the Naruto thing that he sent us. Uh, this being a short episode... Uh, it was really. It would be really kind of hard to fit this in, but we'll uh, we'll keep that in mind still. Oh snap! <laughs> uh, we have Sean, uh, our, our wicked fan Sean. Uh, when we were at the hockey game yesterday, I uh, guess again he says, "As a Canadian, I just have to say, screw the Habs, go Bruins." Thank you, Sean. That is that's really cool. I enjoy that. You are our favorite fan. Um, uh, <laughs> we we just we do have to mention that uh, Jonathan and I are also like a quarter Canadian, so uh, that's probably where our love for hockey came from. But our hatred of the Habs comes from us being Bruins fans. <laughs> Go Bruins! So I say it's about time to move on to some shameless plugs. Yep, that should be it for that should be it for our fan service. So thanks guys for sharing with us. Uh, we we love interacting with you guys all the time. Uh, so if you guys want to keep sending us stuff, uh, here's what you need to do. Uh, so send everything over that we talked about before to wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com, uh, where you can uh, talk to us about anything you want. We'll email you back. Uh, and uh, you can also contact us on facebook.com backslash wickedanime, uh, where you can also find uh, news on upcoming events, videos, news from around the web that we find cool. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, where you can tweet at us, at YoWickedAnime. We usually have some pretty weird slash funny things going on in our lives that we just tweet. Plus, the man himself, Peter Payne, as we mentioned before, has followed us on Twitter, so we're that much cooler. Tumblr, you can tumble us on Tumble Things, and we tumble things too. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, where uh, if you're not listening to this podcast at Nerdy Show, iTunes, uh, you can uh, or SoundCloud. Those are the three options that you can have for the podcast. Uh, and as I just mentioned, nerdyshow.com backslash wicked anime, where you can find both our videos and our podcasts. Um, and if you are listening on iTunes, you can rate and subscribe. It would be really cool if you guys rated and subscribed our show right there for us. And of course, finally, you can find us at youtube.com backslash wicked anime reviews, which is the main hub of everything wicked anime. Uh, because we have all this new Cuckoo Kangaroo stuff, and this is a short episode, we're hoping to have some more info, uh, a new video out for you guys soon. We're working on it. We're sorry. We both, Jonathan and I both work full-time jobs. Surprisingly enough, Wicked Anime is not our full-time job. We're working on that as well. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you guys for joining us for the Wicked Anime podcast. Evan, do you want to uh, sign yourself out as well? 
All right, so let's see. So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, song requests, if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa Sensei, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade, and facebook.com slash land of ash check out egmnow.com slash electric sisterhood for more reviews on the gaming and anime and other things under the geek umbrella and don't forget about the other shows under the land of ash including the electric sisterhood geek aggro and the issues program all right perfect so with that (laughs) (laughs) take a breath it is uh it is time to sign off the only way we know how. We will see you next time. K-K, bye! Make sure that everybody yells at you for no reason, and then you can go up to the booth. This is ridiculously overpriced. It's like that. Um, it's like that money. It's like that Monty Python skit where the guy goes in to just uh, pay to have an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's sometimes, sometimes that happens in the retail world. It's like like people are, are always trying to make deal, deals with you. Like I remember there was this one time I went into a cu- like a customer came in as I was working and he he wanted to buy two laptops and he was like, "Well, if I buy these two laptops, can I get like a mouse for free?" And he was just trying to it was like, "Dude, we are not it we are a business. We do not haggle. It's like you can't trade me two chickens for this for this laptop." But that's this, not how the retail This wor- is not world an works. East Indian market. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling friends, rating, and reviewing on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com slash store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. To find out how you and your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.